following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys. There's only one day a week, one day a week that you normally get to experience it. But guess what? It's a special week. So you get two Say It With Your Chest days. We had Say It With Your Chest Monday, and now we Say It With Your Chest Friday here on DallasCowboys.com. And for those of you who just tuned into the draft show, thanks. I am double dipping this morning here with my guys, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, and Heckma Harrison. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Continuing on on a week full of Cowboys headlines and news, week 14 of the NFL season is upon us, and the Cincinnati Bengals await this Sunday afternoon. But boys, glad to be back with you guys, as always. And, well, uh, let's just say let's bring some positivity and the energy this morning. You know why? Because... Mike McCarthy seemed a little upset this morning on 105.3 The Fan, to say the least. And uh, Rob, did you get a chance to listen to that interview? And what did Mike McCarthy, like, I mean, did he wake up on the wrong side of the bed or something this morning? Because he did not seem very happy with our friends Sean and RJ across the way. You thought so? I didn't think it was that bad. You didn't think it was that bad? Maybe it was just the way he hung up the phone. Oh, you know what? I cut it off with like fourteen, <laughs> about fifteen seconds left. What what happened? What oh, happened? he. I mean, just right in the middle of it, he basically like hung up. It, you know how like whenever a friend calls you and you're busy, but you don't want to tell them you're busy, and you kind of try and get rid of them a little bit earlier before you, you have to hang up the phone. That's what it sounded like. It was like, oh, okay, all right, sounds good, oh. goodbye, and then hung up in the middle of Sean's outro. But it was a little interesting. But anything of substance out of that phone call, my friend. Um, well, I'm not sure. What, I, I, I guess maybe there, there was some discussion about semantics, like what we, we want to talk about effort or finish, you know, to the end of that Ravens game. That was one of the questions that Sean and RJ had, you know, because Jalen Smith, Ezekiel, they talked about how Mike uh, addressed the end of that game. And, and they talked about how there's, you know, anytime Jalen said, anytime a coach has to stand up and talk to us about effort, that's a huge problem. That's unacceptable. For the players so um you know maybe that maybe that's a sore subject and and that and you know that's a hard subject to get into when you start talking about words like heart and toughness things you can't really measure um so maybe maybe he didn't like that discussion too much i don't know um the where things stand as far as the injuries go we'll see um sound like zeke should be he expects to be ready to go for this game sunday um, Mike did address uh, Cheeto Wuzier on the on the COVID nineteen reserve list as of yesterday. Uh, hasn't been ruled out for the game officially, but um, said he has been exposed, and so they're going to go through that process and see where he's at. Um, so I guess those were the two big things that come out of it. But interesting call, huh? <laughs> it was it was pretty interesting. Now. Whenever it comes to effort and accountability, kind of like what Rob was just alluding to, and apparently Mike McCarthy and the coaching staff had to address the team about that yesterday, and it's something that with four games left in the season, you don't necessarily want to have a part of the conversation. But Isaiah, is that uh, what kind of moment or what kind of 
position does it take in a season for the for a team to to get to that point where they are really really challenging exactly the kind of effort that they're giving on the field um i'm I, it's just indicative to a meltdown uh essentially i mean when you get to that point you got a bunch of grown men but you know between the ages of 21 and what i would say 38 and you're having to tell them hey i need you to work a little harder Okay, at your job that you get paid six figures to seven figures for is probably um, some people eight figures. Eight. Uh, <laughs> um, it's 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 sad. It's sad. It's something that should never happen. Uh, I, I don't believe that I had too many of those. I, I wasn't a part of too many of those conversations, uh, those discussions with teams that I was a part of in the NFL, at least. Um, but, you know, obviously in, in college, you deal with that a little bit, but you're dealing with some younger some younger guys. Uh, it's something that, you, that these coaches shouldn't have to worry about. But these coaches have their own worries instead of worrying about these players and their and their effort levels. They got to they got to put these guys in better positions to be successful, too. ECMA? No, I'm sure, man. Yeah, I'm sure, Isaiah, that that, you know, the teams that you've played on are even thinking about. You know, the question of whether your team has heart or giving effort, but that's what it, that's what they're alluding to, basically. Uh, do these guys have heart? Have they quit on you? And those are all questions that coaches don't like to have asked. And if you ask any of the other 31 other coaches the same question, you're going to get an answer Seems like smart. that. And so you want to call it semantics, whatever you want to call it, but you're questioning uh, you're questioning grown men's heart, basically, when you start saying guys are not giving effort. So, you know, however you put it together, I appreciate Mike McCarthy being, uh, cont- you know, being edgy about it and not liking the question because consequently what he's being asked, are you coaching a bunch of gutless guys? Mm. And, and the other thing, Heck, too, is that, you know, he said the other day he doesn't like grading players through the media. And so, you know, Sean and RJ are just going off of what's being reported out there, what players yeah. have talked about, what they've talked about in the meeting. But, yeah. but Mike doesn't probably want that stuff out there. He wants to keep it private. He doesn't, I, I, he doesn't want to give the impression he, he told the players they quit. He just, he, what he said, uh, I guess to clarify in this interview this morning on 105 Through the Fan, was just he didn't like the finish to the game. He didn't like the way they didn't finish strong in that game, regardless of the score. And, I, you know, without being specific, look, the last touchdown drive, if you want to yeah. you know, infer what it was, you know, it was six straight runs and it was just, it was too easy. I mean, it was just too easy. Easy money, I think, is what uh, one of the Ravens players said <laughs> to the camera. Yeah, yeah, after the touchdown. So, you know, you just got to finish strong no matter how bad you're getting beat, you know, that, that bottom line. And, and try to carry it to the next week and try to get better. Well, and it's also been back-to-back weeks where the Cowboys have not only not finished strong, I mean, look at Washington on Thanksgiving. You give up 21 unanswered points in the fourth quarter, and then against Baltimore in the second half, you, you self-employed implode again. It's also the second straight uh, game where a turnover resulted in a touchdown, not only on the ensuing drive, but on the next play where a turnover, an interception, then on the next offensive play from the opponent has turned into a touchdown. It happened against Washington, happened against Baltimore. So either way, you can look at different spots in the game. You look at different scenarios, and the Cowboys could be challenged with their effort. But also, how close of a line and how much of a a, a towing of the line is Mike McCarthy doing here by blaming players, or maybe not players, but at least the effort of some guys, and not necessarily taking accountability on his own coaching staff and his own right of saying, hey, we're part of the problem too here, Heckma. 
Oh, I mean, Mike McCarthy is coaching his coaches as well and his players. And one thing that I love about Mike McCarthy is he's a very tight-lipped coach. And a lot of the stuff that is leaking to the media or had leaked to the media, he's pulled a lot of that back uh, by getting rid of guys that were, you know, talking internally. But you know that he's trying to fix this with his guys and make them understand that I, he needs leaders. He needs guys that when adversity strikes, that they don't cower in the moment. And that's been one of the, the things that this team has done. Anytime they've turned the ball over, it's like automatic that the other team is going to score. And if you look at the league in totality, that's not a going trend. You know, just because you turn the ball over don't mean that the other team has to score but the Cowboys have faced that. And it's just the fact that when they do get down, you know, just having the moxie to get back in games or at least having a, a sideline leader or someone saying, that, OK, guys, lift your head up. Let's get back in this game. We don't have that. You have a sideline shot of guys looking dejected because, again, we're just a team fighting uh, through all of this. And guys knowing where we are uh, as far as the rankings on defense. So it's hard to find that silver lining and push guys when they feel like it's all gloom and doom around here. Isaiah? No, no, I don't. I don't disagree. Uh, I think you know, as a coach, you don't want to speak too much to to the media. I, mean, I always come from the perspective of my time in New England and Coach <laughs> Belichick. He doesn't give you anything. Nothing. Coach Belichick doesn't give you anything. He'll tell you everything behind the scenes, but he's not going to say anything forward facing. He's not going to throw anybody under the, under the bus. Um, he's going to be real short and sweet to the point and just, you know, everything that needs to be said needs to be said behind doors. So I don't have any issues with what McCarthy has done publicly, uh, public facing. We don't have any idea what's being said, obviously in the locker room. Uh, I can only imagine that he's, that he's taking responsibility because, you know, as Heckman alluded to, his primary job is to coach the coaches. That's his number one job. Number one jobs, coach the coaches and make sure that he has the right coaches in place to coach the players. Um, he's the overseer. He oversees things. He's not, he's, he's not there to, to one on one coach these guys. If they need it, they need it. But that's not his primary job. His primary job is to make sure that he coaches the grown men, which are the coaches and the grown men of coach that are coaches need to coach these other guys to become grown men. Um, so that you don't have to be talking about things like effort. And that's been part of the transition for him too as the first year head coach here is that coaching the coaches, it's it's a brand new coaching staff that has not worked together uh, except for maybe a couple guys in previous spots. Uh, obviously, Mike and Mike Nolan have worked together before. Um, here, about accountability, here's a quote that Mike had on Wednesday after the game. He said, there's a methodology to, frankly, how I handle it in the media in terms of uh, when a player makes a mistake. He said, because when I see a player making a mistake, the first thing I look at is do we give the player enough opportunities in practice to see that look, particularly the play you're talking about, that was the latent uh, mistake on the Lamar Jackson touchdown. So he's he's taking accountability there from the coaching staff standpoint of, yeah, you know, that, that was the look we liked uh, pre-snap, but we didn't get it done, so what could we have done better during the week? So I think I do think he's he has shown accountability uh, that it does all fall on him. I mean, ultimately it does. You know, quarterback, head coach, wins and losses, the record is attached to those two guys usually. And, and you're going to continue to see that. I mean, whenever you have a banged-up offensive line, you have a backup quarterback, and you have a defense that can't stop a nosebleed, there are plenty of places you can point the finger. But ultimately, it's going to come back to you as the head coach. you got to find a way to right the ship. And right now, it's, it seems like Mike McCarthy's struggling a little bit to, to find that opportunity on how to right the ship. It looked like for a second there, maybe it was going to come over the last three or four weeks. Well, it hasn't necessarily been the case. And you get a chance 
chance for a win coming up this Sunday against Cincinnati. We're going to go ahead and step aside for our first break on a shortened edition of Talking Cowboys. But when we come back, Andy Dalton going back to Cincinnati, does that result in a Christmas tree for Mr. Heckma Harrison? We'll talk about that and a whole lot more when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Grisol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys on a Say It With Your Chest Friday from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Kyle Yeomans alongside Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, our resident Super Bowl champion, and our Cowboys insider, Rob Phillips. And, well, uh, let's go ahead and get this Essilor Lens read going here. With Essilor Lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more Essilor. It's gotten to the point where, Isaiah, whenever you do the goggles, it almost looks like you're swimming and you're kind of floating up from the bottom of the screen. I kind of like that. You never know. I might be previewing the Essilor swim line. Oh, the swim Oh, they're expanding their, their line of products, huh? Just saying, you never know. They might just have nice little lenses in inside the goggles. <laughs> I think there's a good a good chance of that. I think moving forward, and I think Essilor should look into those kinds of uh, adventures. Let's say, uh, let's get into what was a bet made yesterday on this show, and I, I kind of wanted to to, to take a uh, take a moment here to to really commend some of our fans for for who sent in some ideas on what Heckma would have to get. Isaiah, should he lose this bet? Yes. So the, the bet was Andy Dalton in his return to Cincinnati would throw for 300 yards 
and three touchdowns against the Bengals. And Isaiah was the one that said that is going to happen. And Heckma Harrison said that is not going to happen. Isaiah has already ponied up his side of the deal, and he's going to buy Heckma Harrison a bigger Christmas tree than Mr. Heckma has in the back of his uh, his background there. There you go, moving over to the side. And then uh, if Heckma should lose the bet. We didn't really have anything, but I think uh, we should we should give credit where credit is due, and I'm going to find the tweet. But one of our fans uh, came in, and one of the Cowboys fans, Tony Baker, said, Isaiah has to buy the Christmas tree, and Heckma has to donate 50 or more dollars to Isaiah's charity of his choice this Christmas season. And I think that's a perfect way to do this bet, should things go right or wrong for either one of these guys. Heckman, do you agree to these terms? I've already donated to Isaiah's charity. So, okay, I guess I'll, you know, okay, we'll, we'll do that. That's no problem. That's no problem. You donated but I'm going to get my tree. I'm not even... <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Uh, yeah, don't, don't you have a, so the, the homeless? It, yes, he does. Yeah, he he does. He does have Union Gospel Mission. Yes, okay. I, I didn't. I didn't want to, you know, butcher it on air. But yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's it. There you go. Well, okay. So, so if that is that where the money would go, Isaiah, is the fifty dollars to the Union Gospel Mission? Uh, yes, uh, Union Gospel Mission. There's a number of charities that I support, but okay. um, if he's already given a Union Gospel Mission, maybe we you know we'll go with another one. We'll see. We'll see. There's well, there's plenty out there. There's plenty of support. A lot of people doing great great things. Well, and of course, tis the, the season. Tis the season of giving. So absolutely, Isaiah. You know what? Either way, win, lose, or draw, you got that. So, but you know what? In, in, in advance, we would like to thank you for your support and your donation. <laughs> Oh, oh, man, this is going to be interesting. So outside of Andy Dalton this week, oh, also I wanted to mention the Salvation Army also this this holiday season. Don't Absolutely. forget about those guys and uh, all the great work that they do throughout the year. Of course, the Cowboys, big supporters of the Salvation Army, and it's a, a, like you said, it's the time to give this holiday season and uh, continue to bell. keep all those. Yeah, ringing the bells uh, throughout the, the next couple of weeks. But uh, outside of Andy Dalton, Rob, who do you see? potentially having a big game for the Cowboys. I mean, this is a defense that's susceptible at at areas for Cincinnati. Sure, they've got some guys in the secondary that are pretty decent, uh, but overall, I mean, this is an opportunity for this offense to get back on track. Who do you think could have maybe their biggest game of the year? Well, you look at Tony Pollard and what he did a couple days ago against the Ravens and he didn't have a lot of production in that game but the attempts were there you know he almost matched his his season high in attempts in rushing because Zeke was banged up with the calf and and he told us yesterday it was it's kind of more of a bruise he's going to plan to fight through it uh but there may be more opportunities for Tony uh not only in on offense but hey kickoff return he's giving him some juice there so I think there's a potential for him just to get his 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 touches up and uh and they're going to need to try to beat uh, Cincinnati in a couple different ways. He can do that. Passing, running, kickoff return, all those things. Well, and I think there's an opportunity that he may pop up here in this next segment at the start of Say It With Your Chest Friday's prediction segment as one of your DraftKings players to watch, too. Have a pretty good idea Ooh, of oh, that. Man. A little, oh, little I, tease. I ju- I ju- mm. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. It's okay. We can Sorry. talk about it again. I thought that's where you were leading me. I thought oh, no. No, I was trying to basically lead you to the <laughs> offense, but that's actually a great point on your end. Let's look at the defensive side of the football first, and then we'll 
we'll go to offense in the next segment so we can save that just for the play back games. Chris next segment what just, I said just cut it yeah. and play it again that's a good way to do it yeah. but uh, let's talk about the defensive side of the football who could potentially have their best game of the year on that side Heckman whenever it comes to trying to slow down uh, a Joe Mixon a Joe Burrowless Cincinnati offense for our defense, I mean, you, you gotta you gotta look no further than guys like Tank Lawrence. You you gotta look at Randy Gregory. Uh, interior line wise, Hamilton, uh, uh, all of our guys. I mean, <laughs> we just pick a number and say that guy needs to have a big game. But LVE is another guy that really has to get the taste out of his mouth from mm-hmm. that Baltimore showing, and I'm sure. And I'm sure that he is revving to go this Sunday because, look, there's a lot of bad uh, film out there from last week. And you guys documented it in the film study as well. Uh, it's just so much poor play that's happening on that side of the ball. But, you know, as you get through the season and hopefully we get an opportunity to see guys like your Bradley and I, Kyle, you've been asking to so. see this guy. So I this doubt may, it. This may be a perfect opportunity. Well, I'm just I'm, – <laughs> I'm I'm trying to be hopeful for you. Be hopeful. Me. Come on, I am so don't do that. So discouraged and hopeless. Either Bradley <laughs> and I, or Reggie Robinson. I want to see both of those guys, and they don't show up, or at least they haven't been able to show up. They haven't been active, or just not on the field a whole lot. But hey, I I appreciate your effort, my friend. I do. I really do. That's all I'm trying to do. That's all I'm trying to do. Jeez. I mean, but like I said, all of these guys have to have some type of showing because even when you go back to when you say, all right, we were were making things better and you look no further than the Minnesota game where our defensive line seemed as though they held things in check, right, for that victory. But here we go again uh, with situations where you turn on the film and you got guys getting dug out of there. I think we were laughing about, hey, we thought Don Terry Poe showed up at, at, at the Cowboys facility again. No, it's just another guy wearing 95 Elianca. that's getting the same kind of treatment. So defensive line, our, our front seven has got to be a, a, a lot better than, than what they have been. Um, especially in the game where you don't go into it saying, okay, this is a premier running back uh, in Gio Bernard. Isaiah? Um, on the offensive side of the ball, I think CD is going to go off. I think CD and um, Andy Dalton have, have found some kind of chemistry. So I, I foresee that happening or continuing um, just with bigger chunks, bigger plays than we fade than we saw this past week. On the defense side of the ball, um, heck, we just said it. I'm looking forward to seeing LVE bounce back. I, I my, my hope. Yeah, since we're talking about hope, my hope is that LVE and Jalen Smith are absolutely tired of everybody dogging them. I, I hope that the inner competitor inside both of them. Um, comes out and that the wolf comes out and that doggone swiper comes out and that they, they figure it out and they become the doggone bash bros from back in WWE and they just go out there and they just go like this the whole doggone game. Bushwhackers! Yeah. Yeah. I need those guys to come out and, and, and look at each other in the eye and say, let's, we're tired of this crap. Let's go show these boys what we're about. So that's my, that's my hope. That's my intent. Let's see what they do. Hey, Isaiah, I forgot to tell you, because you said yesterday this game was going to be like a battle royal, I, I broke out the WrestleMania 32 yes. sweatshirt hoodie from yes. AT&T Stadium back in the day. So, I yeah, like battle it. royal, Bushwhacker styles. Go. Bushwhackers, baby. It. Now, another guy who I think could have some success on the WWE Tour, but hasn't necessarily had success the last couple weeks, <laughs> 
How about Neville Gallimore? Where's my rookie Neville Gallimore been whenever it comes to the effort that we saw against Pittsburgh? I mean, the last two weeks, I haven't seen that same kind of fight, that same kind of push. from the Neville. juice? Uh, yeah, the juice it just hasn't necessarily been there for Neville, and I think that's something that uh, is significant because you want to see progression at, from, from your rookies. And I just talked about how you haven't seen an eye, you haven't seen Robinson, and now Gallimore, who is your third-round pick, and not necessarily bring the impact that you you once thought was going to happen. Where has he been, Isaiah, on the film room that you've been able to look at, and how has he been swallowed up so easily? Well, you know, I don't know how much you know about juicing, Kyle, but when you have fresh juice, freshly squeezed juice, you know, it goes bad fast. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It tastes great when it first comes out, but it, but it goes bad fast. So you got to go out and, and re-up on your produce. So what Gallimore needs to do, he needs to go back and re-up on his produce because now the league sees him. Now they know who he is. You are no longer the new guy that we don't have any film study of. So you got to change some things up, youngster. Uh, ask some of these veterans around. Go Maybe go back and grab some film. Um, when I first came in the league, I didn't know a doggone thing about receiver. I knew jack squat about receiver because I threw a ball for a living. So all of a sudden, I'm sitting up here and I'm picking the picking the ear of Michael Irvin, you know, Terrell Owens, you know, Patrick Creighton, Terry Glenn. Um, I'm asking the, you know, I was over talking to Blackwell in the film room, asking him for DVDs of, uh, you know, Tory Holt and Calvin Johnson and all these other guys that were like my size that I can just study just to gain some knowledge. That's what I, he's going to need to do to go back and try to gain some other skill sets and some other moves because what you put on film those first couple of weeks that you that you came into the world, now everybody knows what you're doing. Um, and, and these guys are veterans they can stop that so you need to go into a new bag of tricks hey kyle another another spot to keep an eye on defensively is corner i mentioned cheeto that's um, good on the COVID 19 yeah. list mike mccarthy saying that cheeto you know he's exposed and so they're going to go through that protocol and see where he's at uh when he might be able to be cleared and play um, if he can't play and and i was looking at, at the participation for the season cheeto jordan lewis and Anthony Brown may have only been on the field so far this season like one game together because of all these injuries. We talk about lack of continuity at certain positions. Quarterback has really been uh, hit yeah, by injuries and absences yeah. this year. And so if there's no Chio Sunday, Anthony Brown, we'll see what he does in practice today. Maybe he can come back this week. If not, you're looking at Jordan Lewis and Rashard Robinson and maybe Deontay Burton. That's where that's how deep in the bag they're going to have to go. And look, if, if the Bengals can do one thing right now, they've got receivers who can beat you. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd with a deep touchdown last week. Um, Drew Sample, their tight end, is solid. Like They've got guys, uh, if, if Brandon Allen can get them the ball. So that's a huge uh, concern potentially in terms of depth there. There goes Rob. There goes Rob taking all the meat off your Hope sandwich, Isaiah. Mm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's just cheese and bread right now. I, I mean, golly. Da- cheese, Deontay bread, Burton. freshly squeezed juice. Yeah, I've got – I i don't know if you saw it, Isaiah, but I brought out the fruit cup. Whenever Savion you Smith, about, you know. Whenever you started talking oh, about Oh, I'm hating on you right now. Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, corner's going to be rough. You got to clarify that too, Isaiah, when you go into – Hey, I just got to say, Isaiah, when you start off a statement about juicing, you know, you got to be pretty yeah. specific about that. So I, you're talking yeah. juicing. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't know where you were going either. There's <laughs> different kinds of juicing. You got the slow juicer, right? You got the they got the fast juicer. The slow juicer yeah. doesn't have as much pulp and as much foam at the top. You know, it's different levels. You know, it's different levels. I know we're not sponsored by any juicer, so I'm not going to say any names, but juicing yeah. is good. 
Isaiah's trying to get probably all is a sponsor. We just don't know. Yeah, they probably we probably have one. He will down the line. I'm sure somebody's there. But let's go ahead and take our second break. And when we come back, we'll say it with our chest. We'll give you a couple DraftKings players to look at this week around daily fantasy football, and we'll give our predictions to the 20 or excuse me to Week 14 NFL slate of games and predict the Cowboys game when we return here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Geico. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're listening to Talking Cowboys while you work, watching highlights, or even <laughs> trading DraftKings fantasy football players, by Bose Quiet Comfort Earbuds lets you experience... Audio in a whole new way. Bose Quiet Comfort earbuds are the official earbuds of the Dallas Cowboys. Welcome back into our final segment here of Talking Cowboys on this Say It With Your Chest Friday. And well, ladies and gentlemen, it's one of the fun segments of the week. Time to look at some daily fantasy football players from DraftKings. Here are four guys from the Dallas Cowboys that have an opportunity to make an impact this week. C.D. Lamb up at the top of that list, just $8,400, ranked 19th in his rankings. He's got the fantasy points per game just over 13 and a half. Amari Cooper, even better, but he costs a little bit more whenever it comes to that daily fantasy number at $15,900. Tony Pollard, $2,400, and Andy Dalton, just over ten grand. And Andy Dalton, I mean, hey, Isaiah, you've got a lot of confidence in Andy Dalton. Why can he have some success whenever it comes to the Cincinnati game this weekend? Because the man wants redemption. 
He wants to let the city of Cincinnati know that he is still a dude. And if any, if last week was any indication as to what he may be, uh, may be brewing, may be cooking up, uh, for this week, then I, I am excited because he had a heck of a game last week when he had some protection. He had one ball that got batted down and got intercepted. Aside from that, he was moving the ball. They were playing soft, uh, soft defense to allow everything underneath. I don't think that Cincinnati's going to play soft defense because I think that they want to try to embarrass him in his return to home. So it's his job to make sure he identifies the blitzes and gets the ball out to take advantage of these guys. And just like Tyler Boyd did last week, how he took off for 72 yards, I expect some of our guys to do some of the same things multiple times in resulting in 300 yards of receipt, uh, touch, uh, throwing and three touchdowns, like I told Heckma. I'm going to make a nice little donation. Heck, I appreciate mm, you. I like it. Hey, and if he uh, ends up hitting those numbers, then everybody – using Andy Dalton and DraftKings fantasy football is going to uh, be very happy with Isaiah this weekend. Now, Rob, you mentioned Tony Pollard Mm -hmm. earlier. Why can he have success? Because he's a bit of a value pick sitting at 2,400. Yeah, I mean, he can help you out, uh, you know, if you got the Cowboys defense slash special teams, right? I guess they can help you as well uh, with his kickoff returns. But, you know, he's got, he may get more opportunities uh, on offense. We'll see what Zeke's snap count is. He says he's playing. Uh, but, you know, I, I like seeing those eight carries from Tony if I'm, if I'm using Tony in this game from a fantasy perspective. And we know we keep waiting for him to, to pop up maybe in the passing game. He's got that, that skill as well. So uh, if Zeke's not 100%, look for TP to get a little more action. Heckma, who on that list stuck out to you as somebody who could have a big game? CeeDee Lamb. I think I think CeeDee Lamb is – he has to have a big game. I mean, he's had a couple of drops, and people in the media are down on him because, you know, you got to think about a few of those catches that he's made before, I believe, in the Minnesota game. He made the impossible look easy, and he's starting to make the easy look impossible, all right? So mm. you got to start getting those catches, young man. And you you know, against Cincinnati, they realize that Amari Cooper is our, our lead dog, and Amari Cooper is quietly having uh, a 1,000-yard season. Season. But because of that, I, I expect from Cincinnati to pay a lot more attention to 19 uh, and give number 88 some, some opportunities underneath. And we knew this going into the season that defenses couldn't just, you know, specify or capitalize on shutting down. They can shut down one of our guys, but they can't shut down all of them. And I look for C.D. Lamb, like Isaiah said, he may get take a quick slant uh, to the house. So you heard it. Hey, heck, so what you're saying is. So, so if if if, if C.D. Lamb didn't drop the touchdown last week, you're saying that Andy Dalton would have had 300 yards and three touchdowns. Oh, if was a fifth. I told you about that. You against, told against me about Baltimore. it too. So come on, <laughs> nah, hey man, let me do my analyst thing, man. Don't try. You gonna put that tree back there? I don't care what your mouth say. I told you, you talk with all 32 teeth in your mouth, and you get yourself in trouble. Tree is coming. Walk over. Walk over. But you live it back. Oh man. Oh, so you heard it here first. Andy Dalton, C.D. Lamb, Tony Pollard. Those are your picks for DraftKings, the official daily fantasy yes. sports partner of the Dallas Cowboys. And this Sunday, you can play for free and win over a million dollars in total prizes with your first deposit. Just download the app today and play for free on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. The leader in our 
pick'ems this season is Mr. Rob Phillips. We're now through 50 games of predictions hey. on this show in hey. 2020, and Rob Phillips is sitting at 30 barely and 20 up at the top of hey. the list, second place. Barely. Heck, my Harrison, hmm. a game And back. I got the best tree, too. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop talking for a second. Stop talking for a second. Stop talking for a second. <laughs> what, what did you say? Who was in second place? No, I'll say that again. I'm sorry. I didn't uh, hear you. Heck, my Harrison is in second place, a game back at 29 and 21. <laughs> <laughs> Third place is Isaiah Stanback. He's at 28 and 22. And then I am bringing Let's up the rear, the caboose, the coming from the mm. back, 27 Catching and 23. I'm just all behind, <laughs> and I need to catch up while I can. If that's what you want to put it as, then we'll do it that way. Okay, let's start things off with the Vikings and the Buccaneers. Minnesota got back on track last week, and Tampa Bay, they've allowed – under 75 rushing yards per game this season, the fewest in the NFL, and man, wouldn't that be nice, but it's not the case for the Cowboys. Isaiah, who you got? TB12, your boy, against the Vikings. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going, I'm not going with TB12 this time, I'm going with Leonard Fournette this time. Leonard Fournette goes off. Rob? Yeah, at some point, Tom and company are going to get turned around. And, and make the playoffs. So give me TB12 and Fournette. Yeah, Bruce Arians and, and Brady have not been on the same page, and I love the soap opera called the Tampa Bay Bucks, but I'm going to take them. I'm not going to be foolish. Oh, oh, oh. I thought she was going to be bold. I thought she was going to be bold and courageous. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I'm thinking about being bold and courageous here. I'm going to take the Vikings and try and gain a game. I'm going to try and gain one here. I think Dalvin Cook has a good game. He shows up against that rush defense, and if anything, I'll just lose a game, and I'll be in the same position I'm in right now. Let's move on to the Cardinals. Kyle, you, Kyle, who, Kyle who, are you the commissioner of this of this, of this this drafting uh, league? I'm not sure what we're referring to this as, I mean, but just, uh, I feel like Heckman's just going to shadow me the rest of the season just so he could be ahead of me through the rest oh, of the year. He, I, he, I feel he, like that's what's going to happen. He wants to catch me, but he, he doesn't want to lose – his current position. So, Scared yeah. money don't make no money. <laughs> I mean, hey, I feel like you'd be more satisfied with beating me than just winning everywhere. I, I think don't it's know. a strategy. I, I think it's fine. All right, no, Cardinals dude, I, and Giants. No, Arizona's no. lost four of the okay, last heck you five first games. This time. Uh, started the season five and two. Heck, well, yeah. Let's let, let's have you start this one first. I'll go second. Giants, Cardinals, Giants at home. Giants at home. Running game. I'm going Cardinals. I'm going to go Arizona here as well. Rob? Daniel Jones back this week? I no. don't think so. I'm trying to look. Mm, nah, give, me, give me Arizona. Give me the Giants. Ooh. Oh, he's going bold. Ooh, he's like going it. bold. I like it. I like Go that. out on that that, like that that not Rob P. Island, but you're going out on Mr. Standback Island. Uh, Chiefs, IRS Island Chiefs Dolphins, playing for the division, and, baby. You know. Let's go Broncos and Panthers. Both teams sitting at four and eight. Denver five and one all time mm. versus Carolina. These are two teams that don't play a whole lot, and that includes in the playoffs. This is a rematch of Super Bowl Fifty. Uh, I'm going to take wow. the uh, I'm going to take the Panthers to win this one. I think. Teddy Bridgewater, if he, I don't even think, is he back yet or not? I, I don't know, but I'm going to take the Panthers either way. Uh, let's go with Rob next. Give me the Broncos on the road. I like it. Heckma? 
On the road, on the road. I, you know what? I, I feel confident in the Broncos as well. I think the Broncos, this is one they can get. Okay. Do we have to pick this game? This yeah. is ugly. <laughs> well, it's because it's two um, four and eight teams. We're trying to keep it close here and make it tough. Oh, two yeah. teams that are better than the Cowboys. Okay. Um, Whoa. Let's go with Ooh, the Panthers. I'm just saying, you said four and eight like it was a real bad thing. There's worst. There is. We'll get there. Did you just pick somebody, or did I just miss that? I did. I said the Panthers. It's oh, my okay. favorite animal. Okay, I like, I like that. Panther. I, that's a hey, Panther's pretty cool. Uh, let's go with the Colts and the Raiders. <laughs> Las Vegas, thirty plus points in four of their last five games. I mean, that's a team that's been scoring a lot. Isaiah, who you got on this one? I'm going my tight end, Waller. Waller for the win. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jason Witten, but you instead went with Waller instead. Mm. Uh, Rob, who you got? Uh, give me Phil Rivers and the Colts Ooh. to get to 9-4. and four. That's like the one that. I needed you to pick. That's what I'm talking about, Rob. Thank you for first place. We'll see. We will see. Yeah, I'm going Phillip Rivers as well. I think Ooh. that the better defense is definitely Indy. And so with Waller, that's yeah, they got they got that threat uh, in him, but that's about it. So I'm I'm definitely going Indy right now. Yes. Isaiah's got his Essilor glasses. He's like, yeah. I can see first place. I can see it, I can see yeah. it coming. And he can see me sitting right next to him on that bus as I'm Hello. going with the Raiders as well. Isaiah and I split it. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, KY, two. maybe? Yeah, we're going with the Raiders on that one, riding strong. Okay, uh, this is a You see the colors? Sunday, yeah, a Sunday afternoon game. The Washington football team versus the next opponent for the Cowboys, the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco, 326 total yards per game this season. That's the sixth fewest in the NFL, and that's without really their entire defensive line. Let's start with with me on this one. I'm going to go with the Washington football team to win this one. Heckma. Yeah, Washington football team is just showing us, man, with that defensive front, they're going to be hard to beat in December, and they just look like they're getting stronger. So football team for me. Rob? Do it. Do it. Alex Smith, maybe the comeback player of the year, gets another win. And Washington takes the lead in the division. Sole possession. Isaiah, this is your chance. Do it. I dare you. I'm going with my dog, Richard Sherman. Let's go, baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> San Francisco is getting greedy. Oh, man. We're going to have either yeah, a new leader in the just clubhouse like that. or completely out of it. it again, we're going to try to separate in. ourselves. Yeah, Base. Okay, so this one's fun. Steelers at 11-1 and one coming off that loss to Washington. Sunday night football versus the Bills and Buffalo, Josh Allen. Ooh. Isaiah, we'll let you start this one off, too. Steelers, Bills. Crap. Where are they at? Uh in Buffalo. Buffalo. Hmm. I think I think Coach Tomlin off of a loss, he's gonna be pissed off. So I'm going with the Steelers. Okay. Heckma. All right. I'm in below. And man, the way that their defense is playing offense, I'm gonna go with the Bills Mafia. Ooh. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Separation will be had this week. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Steelers and Pittsburgh Mm. on the road. Rob? I think we're going to see Chiefs-Bills in the AFC title game. So I'm taking a sleeping giant, Buffalo. Wow. 
So we're split yeah. two and two again. I like it. On this one. Hey, I'm picking like some good games to call this week. Okay. Shake it before you bake it. Big one on the line. It's the <laughs> battle for Pene Sewell. It's the tank for the number three overall pick bowl. It's Cincinnati hosting Dallas up in Ohio. Cowboys trying to get back on track. So are the Cincinnati Bengals at the same time. Both teams really struggling. Both teams with bottom four records in the NFL. We'll let uh, we'll let Mr. Heckma Harrison go first on this one. I'll follow him up. Yeah, I want to call it, you want to say Team Tank, I told you guys, this is all organic here, okay? <laughs> We're doing this organically, like the juicer, all right? But like Isaiah said, it does go spoil pretty quick. All right, this is going to be somewhere a toilet just flushed, but I will have to say here that the Cowboys cannot lose this game just for their own self-respect. I just believe the Cowboys pull, pull this out. All right, I'm going to go with Cincinnati here. And the reason why is I'm sticking with what I told everyone originally was I'm just not going to pick the Cowboys again just because I'm upset. Uh, no, so, you oh, can't. now you can't. bro. Yeah, bro, you out here seesawing. I am the, the Isaiah Stanback appointed commissioner of this league. I can do whatever no, I want. Lord. And I'm going to pick Cincinnati. <laughs> And it's, I, I mean, he's the host too. Yep, I'm the host. Oh, uh, you about to pardon yeah, us, huh? You Are you pardoning yourself? Answers. You gonna pardon yourself? Yeah, that's that's all it is here on this show, Rob. You got? <laughs> well, heck, heck picks the Cowboys, but he's got no faith in Andy Dalton. I've got faith in Andy Dalton. I, he said yesterday, without really explaining why, that he was disappointed with the way things ended in Cincinnati. Maybe it was because he didn't have a chance to go anywhere till May. But he's gonna get some measure of revenge. I think he's going to play well. I think the Cowboys, it's not a pretty game, but they win something like 21-17. Love it. Come on, Isaiah. Red Rifles locked and loaded. I think he's going to go ham. <laughs> oh, Andy Dalton and the Cowboys. The I'm the only one picking uh-huh. the Bengals, but that's okay. That's just basically out of a personal vendetta against being upset about the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm upset, and I'm going to pick the Bengals. But that's going to do it here for us this week on Talking Cowboys. Glad you've been along with us over the last couple of days. We'll be back on Monday, 9.30, to break it all down. Good or bad, Cowboys-Bengals at noon on Fox coming up on Sunday. Have fun over the weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Continue to socially distance and we'll be back with more Talking Cowboys but for Heckma Harrison, for Rob Phillips and for Isaiah Stanback, of course Chris Beam in the back doing some great work I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the Star in Frisco we'll see you on Monday This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club How about this Cowboys? Yeah!